Hello everyone, Homecoming Hero here, and today is the day. Summer Games Fest is here, and I want to talk about it. Today is June 9, 2022, and there is a lot of gaming news on the horizon. Later today, I will be talking about Day of the Dev, as well as Devolver Digital. Then we have Xbox and Bethesda's conference, as well as Capcom Showcase, and many believing that a Nintendo Direct is on the horizon. Not to mention that PlayStation did the state of play, which if you want my thoughts on that, that was also something I did fairly recently. Now, I'm not going to cover everything, so if you want to, I highly recommend going and watching Summer Game Fest. I'm going to cover the highlights for me, and to be honest, there weren't a ton. Not necessarily because they are bad games, but because they're not for me. And unfortunately, there was, like the Game Awards, with, you know, Jeff Keighley being the connecting factor, there was a lot of horror games, and I don't necessarily get it. Like, this reminds me of the Game Awards from a couple years ago, where it was mostly horror games, the year that Joker was announced in Smash, and then, akin to that, we also had a lot at the last one, and I don't know if horror game devs just, like, using this platform, but they need to space it out a little bit, honestly. It got very stale very quickly, and it's not that there's not a place for this genre, not at all there is there for people who enjoy them and i may not be one but if you enjoy horror games that's good for you but i think they need to do a variety they need to give something for everyone and with that being said let's talk about what did stand out for me there was at the beginning it was very horror oriented and then The Rock showed up and started showing the trailer for Black Adam. And I was like, okay, that's how it is. All right. And I was just like, cool. I guess uh, <laughs> I, I did not expect The Rock to, to show up and also plug his energy drink. But after The Rock showed up, the show actually turned around a little bit. Because even though that there was a more set of horror games things turned around for the better we got fall guys we got this very interesting game called high water that's set in this climate change ridden world we got american arcadia that looked very fascinating those both had this very interesting aesthetic and even though we didn't know a lot about them they looked fascinating to the point that i would check them out in the future then we also got the Cuphead DLC, the Cuphead DLC, which looks incredible. They showed off a full boss, or I want to say at least the second half of a boss, because the boss changed the stage drastically, so I think that was the middle point of a boss fight, and not necessarily the whole thing. We also got Marvel Moonlight Suns, which I know nothing about, don't necessarily form an opinion on it, but then there was... Honkai Star Star Rail, and there was a game that had three abbreviated Zs. Both of these games look amazing. They are these action, anime, sci-fi games that look incredible. Both of them look awesome. Uh, we only know that they are coming in the near future, but both of them look really great, and 
I want to play both of them. This isn't usually my genre of game, but I was fascinated, especially with the one with the three Zs, with this, like, urban setting. The action sequences in it looked incredible, and the graphics on them looked awesome. Same for, as the aforementioned High Water and American Arcadia, these colorful games that just pop, and pop for the right reasons. I definitely think that we need more games like that, and they really stood out because there were some other games before then. There was a remaster of a very popular shooter that we know of that is from a company that is very problematic and they focused on it for like 20 minutes and I just wanted it to end like five minutes in. That was a yikes. That was not the best. But aside in focusing things back up, we got Goat Simulator 3, which I think the joke is that the, the devs skipped Goat Simulator 2 and that's fun and all. And we got a few more indie games that looked interesting. And then here's the big one. The three Zs and Honkai Star Rail really stood out to me. And there were some that I'm also going to get to that were fun little announcements like Saints Row, which is free to play, looked interesting. But then Shredder's Revenge happened. We have a release date now of June 16. We have a release date for one week from now, it has six-player online. It has local and online. Casey Jones is in the game. It is incredible. It's coming to Game Pass. That's right. It's going to be on Game Pass day one. For people who have Game Pass, they can just pick it up right away. And that's something else that happened today that I will get into later with other events. People who have Game Pass got two very solid titles today. There were a fair amount that said Game Pass Day 1, but Gotham Knights, which looks interesting enough, and I am fascinated from purely a multiplayer sound, uh, multiplayer aspect, that and Shredder's Revenge both getting Game Pass drops is major wins. Game Pass is continuing to prove to people that it is a liable, or not liable, reliable service that is definitely one worth looking into with recent drops on it like bug snacks and the pac-man collection that they just did game pass is really shaping up and it's constantly shaping up gaining speed and the fact that turtles has six player online and is on game pass just looks incredible and the fact that it's coming out in a week i will i don't know if it's gonna be on the blog or the podcast but you can expect a bonus review of Shredder's Revenge the week it gets released because I am 100% diving into that game and I am not going to finish until I beat that game because I love Turtles in Time. I am excited for the Cowabunga collection and I could not be more excited. We also got One Piece Odyssey, which looks very interesting. It looks very fascinating. And we also got this little indie game called Humankind that's coming to Game Pass. We got so many different games, but One Piece Odyssey really stood out to me. The graphics really popped. The cinematics looked good. The gameplay for what was shown looks good. I like that you can play as all of the Straw Hats. One of my problems with uh, Unlimited World Red and World Seeker 
is that it was primarily Luffy focused, or as Jeff called him, Monkey Da Luffy. Yeah, that was that happened all right. But that being said, One Piece Odyssey looks incredible. It's slated for this year. I don't know if it's going to come out this year, but if it does, I am ready for it. I'm excited for One Piece Odyssey. Very optimistic for it. We'll definitely pick it up. But Shredder's Revenge definitely stole the show for me, as well as Honkai Star Rail and the 3Zs game. Capcom Arcade Stadium 2 coming late July, and they had some very interesting games on the selection there. I am cautiously optimistic for that. I need to revisit Arcade Stadium 1, but I do remember enjoying it a fair amount. Then we also had, as mentioned earlier, the Free Saints Row game that had a ton of customization in it and looked like it could be fun. The fact that it was free to play was a very nice added bonus to it. And then we had Gotham Knights, and Gotham Knights looks interesting. I am optimistic. I am willing to pick it up because it's day one on Game Pass, and I cannot wait to give it a try, especially with some friends. I definitely am interested and if they keep putting these games on game pass they just keep adding the value to it because they let you try games that you might have waited for a sale right away so with that being on game pass i'm definitely optimistic uh at the very beginning of the show we got guile for street fighter 6 which i wish we had more street fighter 6 but i think some street fighter 6 info will come up at the upcoming capcom showcase and it ended the show with uh last of us remastered which was another one that dragged we talked about the tv show and the game and then they compared the game and then they ended it and then they moved on to day of the dev which i will be covering in a separate episode as mentioned earlier my overall thoughts is that the pacing was a tad off and there were definitely a few too many games of one genre. There were a lot of diamonds in the rough, though. Ones that I'm definitely interested to. And especially if they, like Shredder's Revenge and Gotham Knights, do end up on Game Pass. But with the Cuphead DLC being shown, that was very nice. American Arcadia and High Water have a very interesting aesthetic, and I want to see more about their gameplay. Honkai Star Rail and ZZZ look very interesting i need to know what those three z's stand for they were in very small lettering and it went by rather quickly shredder's revenge i am beyond hype for i cannot wait to pick up shredder's revenge and dive into it and really see what this game is all about this is one of my most anticipated games for the year alongside river city girls 2 and i cannot wait to play it with friends and on my own and really dive into this game one piece odyssey looks like the one piece game that i've been waiting for going in a direction that i haven't played i know there might be one or two one piece rpgs out there never played them so this would be my first one saints row being free was a nice bonus and i might give it a try gotham knights was also very great and seeing these day one on game pass releases just make me realize why i enjoy having this as a service and it's also very interesting because we're not even at xbox's conference yet and we are getting some very big hitters for 
Game Pass. So it makes me wonder what exactly Xbox has up their sleeves. The only game I am hoping for is more Slime Rancher 2, because Slime Rancher 1 is a great time. Thank you so much for listening. If you are new here, Late Night Sprites is a blog and podcast combo that covers a bunch of video game topics. If you have Game Pass and are interested, or you have a system that plays games that are featured on Game Pass, I have a series over on my blog, latenightsprites.blogspot.com, where I post once a week. I recently covered a game called Floppy Nights and a game that's also on Game Pass known as Dicey Dungeons, where I go through Game Pass games or games that are in my library. In the case of Dicey Dungeons, I did own that on Switch prior to playing it again on Xbox. And I just decide if the game is worth your time or not. So if you want more content, then latenightsprites.blogspot.com. And the Late Night Sprites podcast, where I have tons of reviews, lists, and more. And I am branching out into reviewing TV shows and such. I have maybe one or two TV shows and or movies slated. It is the summer of Sprites at the moment, and I have some very fun and very big events planned out. If you want some non-news content, I recently covered indie games that all revolve around using a grapple hook, and that was a very fun endeavor. Whenever you are listening to this, I hope you have a good rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening. Thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourself. Take care of your mental health. I will be back very soon with Day of the Dev as well as Devolver's event as we continue to cover the Summer Game Fest. And at the time of this recording, it has been announced that E3 as an event will be returning next year, which is very nice because then I don't have to come up with the title or know what it's called. But at least for now, I'm just going to call it Summer Game Fest. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more, latenightsprites.blogspot.com, as well as this podcast, has a ton of episodes to listen to. I'm Homecoming Hero, signing off for now. Take care.